Talk about everything and nothing at the same time Catch us Tuesday afternoon when it goes live Always bringing something different each and every time You know that, you know that Talk about everything and nothing at the same time Catch us Tuesday afternoon when it goes live Always bringing something different each and every time You know that, you know that What's going on, guys? We are back with the Wet Down Podcast, episode 38, with one of our favorite guests, Susan Kylie. Susan, welcome back. Uh, thanks, guys, for having me. I am so happy to be here, and I can't wait uh, to talk about, I don't even know what we're talking about today, but it, I'm sure it'll be fun. I almost made an ass of myself before we started recording. Susan hopped on, and I said, oh, you have black hair now, and Maybe it was just how the the technical or whatever, but the look I could see on my screen, I I was like Jesus Christ did, did did she always have black hair and I'm just stupid? But no, she no. she did have brown hair. I did, I did have brown hair. Now it's black. So and and Aaron was so gracious to say just like her soul. So <laughs> I mean, after our last encounter, I'm inclined to agree with him. <laughs> yeah it's because you got spanked man in so many ways <laughs> I, I had to get in i had to get in a cheap body shot in the beginning oh yeah exactly. it just goes downhill from there so pretty much very so, much so susan what have you been doing the last couple months since we saw you? you said you just got back from vegas are you able to spill the details or are they living back in vegas i wish i could say what happens in vegas Lisa, but <laughs> I was coaching a Nationals volleyball team, so we were playing volleyball for five days. Um, yeah, a bunch of a bunch of fifteen and sixteen year olds. So it wasn't that exciting. We didn't get to go to any shows. We didn't get a. I didn't partake in any drinks or gambling. Um, then so. what the hell were you doing there? Playing volleyball. I know, but you know, hey, it's the first time I've experienced in Vegas as a uh, as a mom and a coach and so i'm used to spending three days there having fun and what stays in vegas stays there but this time it was just not normal. not a lot of sinning going on in sin city there was no trip. sinning going on unfortunately Damn. she so. went in in her nun outfit man she's she's <laughs> wholesome and pure the this time and around <laughs> I did. trying to keep all those kids together man Jesus. yeah she's trying to set an example being like this isn't how you dress girls this isn't it all right you see that see those are butt cheeks we don't wear those we don't wear that you kind know, of bathing suit we don't wear ball. those of course they do nope. what? I was have you guys heard of Dick's Resort, like Dick's Bar? Yes. You know, yeah, Dick's where they just so, crack on you the whole time? You, yes. Susan, you would yeah, be a yeah, perfect yeah. server there. Yeah, you would. <laughs> you should be the manager there. You just teach them all things. You know, I wanted to speak to a manager when I was there because after <laughs> five days in Vegas, not sinning, not doing anything bad, just playing volleyball for five days and late nights, whatever time changes, the girls all wanted to go to Dick's. So we're like, okay, well... I Better think, than the other kind of dicks. Right. I see well, that I smile, need, Aaron. Aaron instantly smiled. <laughs> I think you need to be drunk. And I think you need to be there like on your first date. Because what happened was, is the things that he said to the girls, they were in tears. Because it was like, oh. you make guys become gay. Or you make lesbians oh not want to be lesbians. Or... Hey or you're as flat as, I mean, these girls were in tears. I'm like, so oh they're my helping God. religion wait, really. so, like, is what you're saying. Wait, they, it's like wait, they're wait, curing what, it for the religion <laughs> people. The ones so that think you can pray the gay away, church, that's what's happening. 
Just so we're clear, were they in tears laughing or crying? No, they were crying because like, obviously at this age, you know, when you're 15 and 16, you have self-esteem issues and you have um, body positivity issues and you have all sorts of things going on. And so when somebody says to you after five days, long days, whatever, someone says this to you, it's like soul crushing for these, for these um, girls. And they weren't laughing at that point. They did, were in did, tears. Did they understand or did they know going in the kind of place it was? Well, they did, but I, yes, because we had to explain some things that were on other people's hats, um, which I did not want to have a conversation with my dog. What was on your hat? For people who don't um, know at, at Dick's, they make big paper hats yeah. and they put something insulting on it. Yes. Perfect so, for like 13 year old boys. Yes. And so like I had to explain to my daughter what the back door meant, um, you know, yeah, not what I wanted to explain to my daughter. Jeez. I mean, um, at least they didn't call it a starfish or something else, you know, like there's a whole oh, bunch of things they could have done. <laughs> there was a whole bunch of things that they called it. What they put on mine, um, he had to think really hard about it because he kept, he was irritated by me because I was like, can you like tone it down just a little bit or be like, you can say things to these girls, but do you have to be so like cruel and mean? And so he thought a long time about mine and he said, um, you are plain or just like this hat, you're plain white and unappealing or something like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's really funny. I know. So I was like, that's the best it's intellectual. You got. It's, a, it's a layup. It's a layup. It's a layup. <laughs> Don't scary. get me wrong. She was just going to eat him alive, dude. She was just looking through his soul. That's a bit of a layup, but it is funny. What do I write on this? And she doesn't kill me. (laughs) She didn't dye her hair dark. Dick's turned it dark. She just got fucking mad. (laughs) I I know. I just was like, whatever, dude. I go, I get it's your job, but... And then I was like, oh, by the way, I have a coupon. He goes, of course you do. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a great place to work, though. I mean, you could just crack on people all day. I went there when I was, we went on a a school trip to Boston in seventh grade. And I went there with like my dad and my classmates. And of course that is the perfect place for boys at that age. Mm -hmm. But I think, I think, I think you do have a point of, uh, of high school girls at at, at that age as well. Like, I think like as adults, I've been to it before as an adult and it was a, it was a great time. But when you're there, like as a mom and a coach with a whole bunch of girls like that, like they wanted to go there. So we had to remind them, you guys chose to come here. You wanted to come here. We've been booking it, but it, it just, it flopped. It did not go very well. Like one of the moms got up and she left and it was, it was a nightmare. Um, oh man, that sounds like a win in my book. Like honestly, employee. I would have loved to be at a chair just watching. I would like I'd be laughing and you'd be making fun of me the whole time, but that's okay. That probably happens so much there. Like, yeah, yeah. they're probably used to it. I wouldn't want to be a server there just for that reason. Like, I don't think I could like I could handle the people people complaining like that. Could be a fun. It could be a fun thing to do, but at the same time, so much fun. Yeah, there was this little boy that they they came and sat down. So there's three little kids that came in. There was a parent, like a family, and then a a mom that was there with her son and they were young and this in the and our server looked over at this other couple that had already sat down you know they were young and like he flipped them off and so then the little boy was like oh, oh, oh. and the parents like why what did he just do he goes he did this mom he did this and the mom's like no it's like but he did it it was the funniest interaction 
and they were like i think thinking twice of why they took their small boys there to this because yeah, that's bad parenting yeah i don't think they understood what it was and so uh <laughs> i was like thank gosh we're leaving because these guys are probably going to leave next but i mean the food was amazing so um and he was doing his job i still left him a really good tip because he was doing his job it was just unfortunate that you know we were there on the last day and uh it just you know i was crabby and cranky and it just rubbed me the wrong way and the girls in tears i don't like seeing young girls in tears and so you know anyways i like to see anybody crying that's such like a sore i don't do well with people crying i have like this weird thing even from when my little brother was like a toddler if if he was crying for example i would laugh i i had to like leave the room i i it must be like a defense mechanism or something but because like i don't do people sounds crying. like you need some therapy man we, gotta call we, gotta, we need to hire janisha <laughs> where, where he was saying like his you know he was crying and he had to run in there and i was gonna say like that's your soul talking buddy but then he just yeah. goes and he runs away and it's like i would just have to get up and my mom would be pissed i would just have to like get up and walk away and as far as therapy aaron i've been going and dude <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've been going for my anger issues i feel you bro i feel you yeah, on that. You know, and, it, and it's helped it has your guys are lucky that i wasn't on a couple of weeks ago because i had several podcast interviews that were you know i had them coming up i wanted to cancel them all a lot of stuff was going on in my life this was before vegas and i was like i can do this i can muscle through it and of course the topics always went deep and i was like bawling and i was like oh my gosh i cried on three different episodes they weren't even mine they were like people asked me to be on theirs i have yet to see them air because i mean who's gonna air those <laughs> i was like i didn't mean to cry but i was crying because it was i was just in the middle of you know crap that was going on and it was i should have canceled but i didn't want to do that so anywho well, i yeah i haven't cried i mean i'm not i'm not crying but you guys know how we banned plastic bags like for the people that live up here right you know, yeah. Like I just went to the I went to the pharmacy today, dude. And you're gonna laugh when I tell you this. We're trying to save the fucking sea turtles, and we're littering the ground with nothing but masks in a place that you go to get more masks to get things. And you have to pay, like Dookie. I, I know you're gonna think this is stupid because you probably don't have to do this in Ohio, but um, we have to pay ten cents for a plastic bag here to save the fucking sea turtles as oh, a punishment you tax. Poor bastard. And it's, you are, yeah, we don't exactly. How will you ever yeah, no. financially so, recover? I know, but in the beginning, right? It was really funny Grow because up. this happened before COVID. Everybody, oh, <laughs> we got to get rid of straws. We got to do this. I know people are gonna think I'm a prick for like don't save the environment, but it this this is just really fucking irrelevant because the pandemic canceled out the whole tax for the bags and plastic bags became the thing to give out for free again. And then now all of a sudden the world's open again. They're like, Oh, so you, you're not going out buying as much as you were. So we're going to keep, we're just going to get rid of them again and charge you for it. And now stores, they got smart. Obviously they went around it and we're like, you know what? You could just use free paper bags for quite a while. And then the stores were like, wait a minute, I can charge 10 cents for these now. And then I can just make money off of it. The paper bags cost more than the plastic ones. Yeah, but they cost 10 cents a bag now. And so like, that's why it's funny because you sit here and you're like, what the fuck? Like, we're doing all of this shit and now we're making it Listen, worse. Here's right. so much worse. Can you check this out is... and not get a bag? 
Like if yeah, I pull you up do. with like, my cart, I could just put it back in my cart and be like, all right, see you later. Yeah, you could put all 166 oh, just, items you bought at the grocery store that, back in your cart, but in no bag and then lay it in your trunk that way. I've done that. But well, you know what I like to do? It. You're going to think this is funny. I've done this a handful of times because I've forgotten the bag that I take. You know, the baskets for the stores. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. take the basket and put it in the trunk and leave. And then I come home and I bring the basket back and I got my own little thing and I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> Listen, here. this is where I stand. I'm going to get up on my soapbox here Whoops. for a second. I'm all, believe me, I'm all here for helping the environment. But the reason the earth is dying is not because Joe Sixpack is using a plastic bag when he goes to shop, right? The reason the, the earth is dying is because the corporations out there <clears throat> are dumping millions of gallons of toxic shit in our water supply. Yeah, that's the reason that the is earth right. is dying. But plastic bags. And for the record, um, hemp can make mostly everything on this planet. Um, if you don't believe me, just go. You Google are hemp. to weed what Joe Rogan is to MDMA. I swear no, to God. I swear no, no, to God. No, 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 no. I like a plant that sell that helps. You, you always bring it back the, to the weed. fact. The fact. No, this is hemp though. This is different. Like this it's is the, totally it's different. The same ballpark, dude. It's a Six ballpark. One half dozen the other. All right. Well, this is fucking Fenway to Yankee Stadium. Okay. So like this, this is Fenway this to is how we can. All right, so we can talk about it. There's plants growing on the back of one thing and there's plant not on another, all right? So that's what's happening, all right? But you could, Henry Ford had his car, made a hemp fucking car, Google it. You'll see it, 1941. You sound like every other pothead I know trying it's to not like a justify pothead thing, weed. Dude. It is not you a pothead You sound like thing. every other pothead I know. It is not yeah, a pothead bro, thing. Like, I'm look not at a the health effects, like Henry Ford did this, man. <laughs> it's, no, it doesn't matter. You are so did it. You are so it's, basic. It's fucking ironic, man. You are it's just so ironic. basic. I don't know. It's ironic he is, to me. He is. Weed right, is to you if like you Starbucks Google is to a white girl. Prohibition. It's both. It's not. Thanks, just, Dookie. It's not just fucking alcohol. Hemp could have been turned into a certain type of oil or liquid. And hemp. I, I'm here. I'm, I'm in favor of weed as much as the next guy. I just like to rag on you on how much you bring it up. You you jerk off weed so much. Yeah, because it's it's something that needs to be talked about, and most people don't know about it. And I read about it, and I have other people that read about it and fill my head with it. And there's a lot of people that are not people that were into it, but are understanding the business side of it, and they're like, "Holy shit!" Like you speaking can really of, do a lot with this. Speaking of weed, actually, we're flying in a couple of weeks. We're going to Europe, and we're flying into Amsterdam. And then we have a five-hour drive back to my grandparents' house in Germany. And my mom brought up something about like my uncle wanting her to bring edibles back. And, and I was like, can, can, can we get some? And she was like, oh, wrong. And, and, and I'm like, what? She's like, it's going to be 730 in the morning. I was like, I said to her, I'm like, I wasn't going to take them now. But in my mind, I'm like, shit, that would have been great for a five hour car ride back. <clears throat> but all right. I think that'll bring us into the break. And we have a lot more to talk about with Susan on episode 38 of The Wet Down. Stay tuned. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Ray's Marketing. Raise is a full-service digital marketing agency, so if your business needs a fully functional e-commerce website to enable you to start selling online immediately, these are the guys for you. This is your one-stop shop for everything you need. They're the experts that you want on your team. Why? Because they have a proven track record and know what it takes to be successful. Look, if you want to get serious with your business selling online immediately, these are the guys to do it with. They also have a team full of creatives for all of your logo, graphics, and product design needs. Don't waste any more time and visit raisemarketing.com. That's www.raze-marketing.com. Help them help you raise the bar.
All right, and after explaining to Susan what the Chattahoochee River was off air and the brilliance of Alan Jackson, uh, we are back with episode 38. Susan, welcome back. Thanks for having me, guys. What so are we usually, talking about now? So I was going to say, usually I'll, I'll, I'll open people up to tell, them, tell us their life stories, but we've heard yours. So, but what I want to talk about is you are obviously an author, as we covered in our last episode. And for God knows what reason, you have decided to team up with our very own Aaron Machado. And so tell us a little bit about the project that you guys have coming up. I know Aaron talked a little bit about it on the last episode, but I want to hear it from the professional. Yeah. So Aaron and I have been talking for a long time. We're going to, you know, to do this, this collaboration together where we can do a little bit of inspiration, motivation, and just kind of raw in your face. Like, here we are, we're giving this to you, you know, the, not this frilly, happy stuff that I usually talk about, but kind of like, you suck. So Aaron and I, um, I've done a couple of books, like I have a Color Me Happy coloring book. Um, so I was talking to Aaron, I was like, you know what, let's do our You Suck um, and put it into a, a motivation book. So if you will allow me to share my screen, I would love to um, show you what it looks like. This is a YouTube exclusive right here. Yeah, You're all set. Go ahead. It's not a... right. If you're not out watching on YouTube, go. go check it out. Wow. Now all there we need we is the crayons to eat. <laughs> there we go. That's, so that's, like, a, uh, that's the, right up your alley, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So it's the ultimate uh, kick in the ass coloring book for adults. So inside of it, you will see um you know pictures to color but you'll also have that motivation like you sucker stop whining and just do it things like that i'm not going to show you the inside of it and what's really uh, to come but just think of it as an adult coloring book where you'll have a little bit of inspiration but you'll also have the ability to kind of hone in your creative side and your like your childlike behavior um of coloring you know, who doesn't like coloring? Dude, art is such a stress reliever. Like nobody, not many people know this, except for like, I, I would say six people in my life know this. And I can paint and I can paint really well. And I have a couple paintings that I've done and I just looked at something, like put the picture up and just hammered at it, dude. And it's a natural thing for me. Like I love drawing art. Most, I don't, I've never really said that to anybody. So cheers to the world. Everybody gets to hear it all at once on this. So that's why I had said to Susan, like, hey, when she said, when she mentioned this, I was like, fuck yeah, I want to be in on this because it's a huge stress reliever. It's a nice thing to be able to do and fuck, you get to beat the devil out of it. Right. Dookie. So, I mean, you could do me a favor. Can you pull the cover back up for me, please? And for our YouTube folks, I have something that I need to ask Aaron. Oh, Jesus. I'm wondering if, what if, he's going to say. If, 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 if not, it's okay. I, oh, I, Hold on. Uh, I share my screen. Oh man! Stand Sorry by here, YouTube folks. There we go. All right, Aaron. On the back yes. cover, do you know what absurge means? Can, can, upsurge. Can you, can you spell that without <clears throat> looking at it? Yeah, dude. Upsurge. Why do I need to spell it? I'm not. What do you think I am, Kevin? You, I went to college, you, dude, just do, like you. Do you, know, do you know what that means? <laughs> I've never yes. heard you use the word upsurge in normal conversation. 
Oh, that's because I didn't use it. Susan did. Okay, she I was going to say, Susan definitely wrote that. No, she wrote part of it. She wrote part of it, and she, I wrote part of it as well. We work on it together, man. It's called a collaboration. When I do something and I hand it to her and she goes, I can make this better and vice versa, that's called a partnership. That's how it works. <laughs> but I appreciate all I can, that. All I can say, Justin, is you need this. You need I this. Need you it. Suck because maybe yeah. it'll calm down oh. just a little bit that you pick that word out of everything. <laughs> Do you know what affable means, Dustin? I'm a sucker for details. Do you know what affable means? I got an idea. I'm not the smartest. We, 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 already, we went over this in the break. We, we, went, we went over this in the break. I'm, I'm not brilliant. We, yes. we, we, that's how we know I don't have autism. Exactly. Because I'm not brilliant. Oh, yeah. stop, stop. Well, you guys oh. are good. No, so, so Dustin, here's the thing. Like, you know, forming this collaboration with Aaron is, is, is amazing and great because you bring in you know, his perspective, his male perspective and the perspective of the wet down and just his life experiences with, with mine as an author, coach, you know, business strategist, all that. So it was kind of a great collaboration. Um, I think Aaron may have said something, but maybe not. If not, I guess I'll just spill the beans, but we are actually in collaboration on the second book. That is actually a book, like a real book. It's not a coloring book. It's a, it's a book. So, um, we will have that title nailed down tomorrow, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have loved to announce it today, but I didn't check. I didn't run it through the coach here. I, I didn't run it through Mama Bear to, to, to make sure we should have gotten the wet down exclusive. Exactly. So but you know what? We could make an announcement on the IG Live of whatever it's going to be. We could do something to make an announcement for it if we want. Yeah. So I want to know, how did um, this partnership in in Susan, I assume you, you came to Aaron and said, hey, I want to work on this with you. How did that come about? Really? So what, Aaron, so Aaron, tell us, buddy, how did this come about? And, and Susan, what in God's name made you agree to this? I thought you want to make money on this. I know, <laughs> exactly, right? right? I don't know so, what made me. <laughs> so Susan has a lot of experience in the book world. We knew that. We talked about it in the last episode when she was here, but I also had heard her talk. Um, and what had, what, I guess what really stirred the pot was I've, we, you know, I personally had been approached a few times from different people and said, Hey, like, I'd like to you to be a part of this. You know, I think you could be something you could contribute to a larger piece. Um, and then I said to Susan, I'm like, why would we go and do that for someone else? Like I told her, I was like, I was thinking about doing this. And she goes, don't do that. She's like, That's, she's like, I'm not saying, you know, don't do it, but I'm telling you don't do it. And it's not just because it was a bad investment because it wasn't, it would have been a good opportunity and any one of the opportunities. Cause it just, it wasn't one, there was plural. Um, but this one, like, you know, these ones stood out and out of the, out of the five that we had, I was like, you know what, Susan, let's just do our own. And we did, and we get to keep and reap what we make. And we learn from what we already have. She's got the experience on how to launch through Amazon, how to pump these things out, get your ISBN numbers, um, just different pieces, how to keep the intellectual property for yourself to hold on to the value of what you have in your brain that you put onto paper. Um, and not necessarily always needing a lawyer, but you have, you got the rules and regulations, you know how to figure, she knows what she's doing. She's done it once. Is this going to be self-published? Yes. So, and that's, and that's the thing, Dustin, before you ask the question, 
So why do we need like an ISBN versus just going and doing it on Amazon? Because we see a ton of videos out there that say publish your book, right? And this is something I was talking to Aaron and this is something that we're dealing with right now. So there's all these YouTube videos out there of how you can self-publish your own book. You know, do it today, get it out there, start making money. It doesn't work that way. Now in the past it did. However, because I think so many people are self-publishing and Amazon's backlogged, you know, whatever, that it takes a long time now for them to approve it. If there's even one little thing wrong, you go back through the process, it could take another seven to 10 days. And that's what Aaron and I are running into right now. And I knew this was going to happen because it happened with each one of my books that I published, you know, in the last several months. Um, and so it's not that easy. Now you can use your own ISBN. I bought a whole bunch of ISBNs years ago. Um, and then that means I own that intellectual property or you can go on Amazon and, and just use one of their ISBNs. The problem with that people don't understand is that you don't own that intellectual property anymore. Technically Amazon now owns that because they're the publisher of your book because it's their ISBN. And so I think that's a huge distinction that people need to understand that sometimes depending on what your purpose is, you know, if you're going to put your name on something, why not hold that? Why not pay for that ISBN? And then you get to keep all that. You that can was, it. I, I was just going to say, that was one of the things that I, I told Aaron a couple times before when we were talking about the wet down itself and it's apropos now with the, with the book. I said, buddy, whatever you do, always maintain the IP because yeah. the IP is what is going to make the money. Yeah. And so I'm happy he's hopping in with a pro like you and able to do this. But also, do we have a release date for you suck? Um, last week, but again. <laughs> it was supposed to be on my birthday. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but so it was we're... supposed to be a surprise. She was trying yeah. to make it happen. But that and then she got really upset because she had told me that it had happened. So I appreciate the upset part in fearing, you know, being like, I told you it was going to be done. I'm like, I know you what you said. But we're at the mercy of technology in a saturated market with a lot of, I can't say saturated market, because what we're doing is different. And when people see the inside of it and they know what it is, they're going to be like, all right, that is different because there is none of that anywhere. Um, so, like if you, if you think about it, Dustin, so like a lot of these coloring books are called low content, right? They're low content because it's just coloring. And so what people don't do, they don't want to be associated with it. So they take off their name and they just publish these. And they don't have their own ISBN. This is my own ISBN. I own this book. If I'm going to produce something and put all the effort and time into it, I want my name plastered on it, and I want my own ISBN. End of discussion. I don't know why. I don't know why you wouldn't. But but that's because some people don't want to like. I'm trying to think. Um, like this How is. How pricey are they? Uh, they are anywhere from six ninety nine to twelve ninety nine. Or you mean ISBNs? Yes. So ISBNs can run anywhere from $25 up to $125. It depends on the different stages you get. When I got mine a couple the years ago. The different what week? The different what? The different, like they have different options. Okay. What you want. So like um, if, if I just wanted to print these myself, but I wanted the ISBN, that's an additional $25 just to get this sticker to put on there. Oh, wow. But because I don't need a sticker, I'm having it printed elsewhere. This is just an image. And then I send it to Amazon and then Amazon puts it on the book for me. And then I don't have to pay for it. Um, yep. 
she but protects like, us <laughs> yeah so like like people will do books like this this is the reason why dustin you were asking people will put books out there like this see blank right they'll call it they'll call it a journal and there's nothing in it i changed mine because i add a whole bunch of stuff in the beginning to tell them what a journal is and and how to actually use it but people will make a pretty cover you get the book and you're like it's literally a notebook and they don't put their name on it because they don't want anybody knowing what they just did which is so silly like i don't know why you would put all that effort into something and the time and money and and effort like i said and not want your name on it. it just doesn't make sense well i think i think too doesn't i mean if we're gonna get real here i think people do it because they're hiding i think they're hiding their businesses i think they're hiding their names i think they're hiding what they're doing because if you think about it like when you talk about business, you have all these different ways to make money, right? You have affiliates, you have um, JP partnerships, you have books, you have all this stuff. Sponsors. So, yes. And so another way of doing that is creating all these low content books under a, a different name. So people don't know, but that's money coming in. Yeah. It's a soft, so, it's passive income. You don't even realize that you're getting like sometimes you're what I hope this to be is to help people. It's not to make money. Like that's right. what Susan and I wanted to do. So when she mentioned between like the pricing of like everything, it's going to be an affordable thing. You're not going to be spending $25 to get a coloring book, you know, or to get something like, it's just a coloring book. It's not going to be that it's, right. there's more to it. If you think like us, and we think that there are more people that think like us because there's four of us here that pretty much think the same yes. in a it's lot of like ways. Our whole, our whole thing you know, piggybacking off what Aaron said is that we wanted it to kind of go along with what we talk about and, and what our businesses are and how we live our life. You know what I mean? We don't want it just to be some random coloring book that we throw out there that nobody knows that we did it just to make money. That's, that's completely besides the point, but that's what a lot of people do. And that's when you see all these videos. And so that's where, um, you know, I told Aaron, I said, it's just, it, it just bothers me because I see all this and Sure, you can make the book in a day, but you ha you're at the mercy of Amazon. You're at the mercy of of any kind of self, you know, whoever's publishing your book, you're at their mercy. Fucking and so, Bezos. Yeah. And the royalties, <laughs> man. Like that's another thing. I mean, one opportunity those, that I got. I get those $13 residual checks in there. Well, if you think about it, one of the one of the one of the opportunities that I had it was one of the five like I said, it was great. It was they'll pay me up front. But then I look at the fine print and I'm going through and I'm like, all right, well, I wanted to find the royalties. And as I'm scrimming through with what they had said, I'm like, this isn't cool, man. Like this is like, I'm going to get a whole bunch of cash up front and that's fine. But I want to, I want to get paid on the future shit. Like if you're expecting me to give you something that's going to keep paying you, I want a piece of it. Cause I made your book. I, I made a piece of it. If there's <laughs> 10 other people in this fucker, I want one, I want one 11th of it. Like that's just how it's going to be. You know what? There's a lot of authors out there. Like when I started, you know, I ended up quitting for some time. These other authors continued on before it got way too, like, I don't want to say saturated because there's always room for more, but they continued and some of their books have turned into movies. And at that point is when they decided, you know what? I prefer self-publishing. So they went the self-publishing route and they're still making a killing on their book because they realized going with a traditional publisher versus self-publishing, self-publishing had so many more opportunities than going with the publisher because they had established that base. And so like what Aaron was talking about, you know, I didn't read as, I didn't read the terms. I didn't read any of it. I didn't, 
you know, I wasn't involved in it, but what the advice I would give to him and any, and anybody else is that, you know, how is it going to set you up? How, how does it benefit you? And what does it do? If it's only benefiting one person, then it's not the right choice because all too often, you know, I've worked with some people that they came to me and they're like, Hey, I get to be part of this with 10 authors. This is going to be, it's like an anthology. It's going to be awesome, Susan. I go, okay, but whose name is on the book? Well, my name, I go, but it's an anthology. Who else's name is on the book? Well, nobody, except they're going to buy 25 copies and they're also going to have their name on the book, but where's your name? Oh no, it's not on their copies. I'm like, but that that's not okay. Like, like Aaron and I can't do this book. And then he take his, you know, say 25 copies and put only his name on it. I take mine and put my 25 name on it. It doesn't work that way. And so I think that's where people get confused. And if, and if you, if you work with someone and they're like, you have to buy a hundred copies and then you have to sell those to make your money back, run, run as far as you can. Because in my opinion, it's worked for some people in my opinion. And what I've seen over the years is it doesn't work. It's making that other person money and it's not making you money. It's almost like a pyramid scheme if you think about it. So I want to ask a question that um, I'm sure our listeners are screaming at. Where can you buy You Suck? Where, where, where can people want to get their hands on it? Where can they buy it? They can buy it on Amazon as soon as, as, soon as Amazon releases it. <laughs> yeah, You'll see as it. As soon and as so, they give us our link and they can post that like, fucker live, yeah. it's going everywhere. And yeah. people will be able to see. We'll be able to get it on our website at thewetdownpodcast.com. We'll be able to find it there. Um, it'll bring you right to the page. All of that. We'll have everything set up. Um, and it's there to help people, man. Like we said in the beginning, all of us, we were going to try to set our own little pieces apart and whatever side hustles that we decide, we determine that we put, we can pump them out here because it's going to help people. We're a team and we like to help each other, but we're helping people. So, I mean, you guys are going to have some awesome things. I mean, when you're done with school, Dustin, whatever career path you end up taking, you're going to end up seeing it. And, you know, Dookie has the same opportunities. Him, I talk to him about everything and he knows a lot of what's going on and how all of that good, good trash, I guess you could say, but I'll tell you this, the next book, the one that you're going to get, you're going to sit down and it's a full on book. It's not activities. It's not motivation. It's one of those things that you're going to hear. You're going to be like, all right, there's a whole lot more to what's going on here. And no matter what you're feeling, you can really move past it. Um, it was a life lesson. It was a kick in the nuts for me. And it was a lot of it was putting words to paper that I know a lot of people felt a lot of people have talked about, have mentioned to me over the years of just like the pain and the pure raw feelings of shit. And when life is going away. Um, so I don't know, it's, it's one of those, it's going to, it's going to blow your fucking mind. I, I'm not trying, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give any other plot away. I don't want to give nothing away, but it, it's going to help people. And well, I, way, re- I really think it will. And I think the way that Aaron and I have it set up, um, it was kind of funny because I said, well, why don't, why don't we do this? And he goes, that's so funny. I was thinking something like that. That's exactly what I was thinking. And so we're on the same wavelength with that other book, not the you suck it book, but the, the coming book, but the other book, the one that Aaron was just talking about is that the, the mysterious, the mysterious book that we're not, we're not hearing but we're about. We're going to blame Aaron on that one. Cause he didn't give me, he didn't get a title to me, but I didn't give I her didn't. the name yet just because yeah. I have a couple that are, yeah, well, I have a couple that I really think are going to be good, but at the same time, I'm not even sure if they're going to, I don't want them to be a time waster. <laughs> well, right. And we have to make sure that they're available and we have to make sure that it's not closely related to something else. And so there's a lot that goes into it, but the way in which that these, this book is going to come about 
is different than what you'll see out there. And I think it's going to help a wide spectrum of people. It's gonna, it's going to satisfy the female listeners. It's gonna satisfy the male listeners. It's gonna satisfy everybody in between. It's just gonna satisfy basically all humans. And I think that's the beauty of it. And I think that's, you know, the important thing, Dustin, is, you know, when we do these collaborations, you collaborate with people who um, are different, but are the same as you, if that makes sense. So like Aaron and I come from two different worlds and two different experiences and two different mindsets. But yet when we come together for projects like this, they're so meaningful and we're like on the same track. So I think that's no. so important, you know, when you collaborate with people that, that that's something that you do. No, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I know Aaron and I, we're, we're very different, but we're also really similar. And it's the same thing with Kevin. So that, that makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of people will be able to relate to that. Yeah, no, and I, and I completely agree. And, and I know this wasn't like the first, the first episode, you know, where I was busting your guys' chops the whole time. Um, but I, uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think my self-esteem could handle much more. No, I just, I think it's, I think it's so important though, sometimes that, you know, this is something that to bring to light, you know, we always are talking about community and collaboration, but um, to really get to the nitty gritty of it and to find people out there that are, that are not only out for themselves. And that's the one thing that I've appreciated with you guys at the wet down. And that I've appreciated with Aaron is that he's not about himself. He's not about it. And, and maybe you guys at least not anymore. We'll clarify that. There was a whole like selfish era in there somewhere. I'm sure people are like, <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? When I knew him, he was a dick. Like I'm still a dick, but I'm not as selfish. I'm trying. I've learned some cool things from some greater people. Keep going. A little bit of humility. So exactly. Um, but no, he I think it. that I know, but <laughs> I think that he, you know, he has, he has broadened his horizon and realized that sometimes doing the same thing and the way you've done it just isn't going to get you where you need to be and you know he he says to me all the time Susan you have to ask for help if you need help and I I completely agree with that um but I'm pretty strong um headstrong and I'm pretty like determined She's that a strong woman. independent white woman who don't need no man <laughs> <laughs> pretty much pretty much um, uh, yeah. Uh, um, see, now you got me sidetracked because now we're talking about that. But it's true. That. You're just a strong, independent person that doesn't need that kind of help. And I do remind you of that. That's what the path you are on. Like, it's yeah. good friends, good people do that kind of thing. Every person that we've had on our show has been a friend in some capacity. It hasn't been just like a, uh you know high and by situation you know we did a quick you know mention today of the script we got we received some gifts today from some people um and it's awesome we can appreciate them for what they did they gave us they sent us some stuff and it was a nice little mail call we got it right here guys it's the script right from the pop brothers you know we had jonas on last week telling us about what it was like to to be an entrepreneur mastermind surround yourself with bigger better people and he explained Henry Ford and, and when he was in court and he had a button to push on his desk that could summon any answer he, he even looked for because of what he had. Um, and he was a man who wasn't very smart. He didn't get more than like, what, a fifth or sixth grade education. So, I mean, to be able to be as wealthy as he is with the minimal schooling that he had, he wasn't stupid. He just surrounded himself with better people. And I guess that's what most people need if you really look at your circle and you see what you have if you can't get to the next level if you're not there so 
the saying goes every time if you got five friends that are millionaires there's a really good chance you're going to be the sixth it is a really good chance and if you hang out with that kind of class it's a good chance and i like that idea man i want to have a nice life but i also want to have a legacy to leave behind and a good one where you're it kind of clears your conscience if that makes sense like you're able to give back able to help and that's what this book is going to be about it builds our credibility especially for susan for myself for the wet down for you guys um it helps us get to the next level because what happens dustin in 10 years if you decide all of a sudden that you want to write a book or you have kids and you want to make like another fucking berenstein bear book i don't know and who knows like you could do something like that and we have the access and the ability to do it because we've done it and we can make it happen um and it's that's important you know it's when you can take the steps and you can understand all of the relationships we've built as a team here at least from our podcast it's we have people we can talk to in other countries in other states in other places that they like us they like us for who we are what we talk about and what we stand for and you know the feelings are all mutual to all of our friends all of our fans and all the people that support what we do i mean we're in the growing stain the growing stains wow that sounds really terrible i don't want a growing stain <laughs> growing pain <laughs> you know um i i forgot what it was like to grow about like you know 17 years ago so i don't know what that feeling is like guys but hey um yeah i mean our growth is trending in the right direction if everybody has noticed and if anybody wants any statistical value susan's helped us with our youtube skills she's taught me some stuff she just made some mentions and she's like go do it so I did. <laughs> she She's like, you should do this one thing and look at our channel, guys. It's changed. We have more engaging pieces. We're learning how to be an actual podcast where some people, the, the meme goes, you know, podcasts are like babies. Not everybody should have one. And we understand that. We, we probably shouldn't. We went and found these mics, did this kind of shit and said to have some fun. But now more people have listened to us. We're building our credibility. Each week we show up to do this. The book is going to help elevate that. What's next for us? Who knows? Like this could just open more doors. This could open something that we don't even know. We have no idea where it could lead. And I thought that that would be pretty cool if this is a road we steer down and it helps some people this way. Cause I mean, really that's all we want to do, isn't it? And I think, I think the next thing that you guys should really consider, um, I haven't done it myself just because eh, I could do it, but I don't do it. But, um, you know, I work with a nonprofit right now, um, Aaron, we've talked about this and they're, and they're pretty big and stuff. And so every time that they do their podcast episode, they do it every week. Um, it was funny because right as I was going to bed last night, it popped up that they were going live. And so what they do is they go live on discord. They go live on Twitch, right? Isn't that a platform? That's a, yeah, yep. that's a gaming platform or whatever, Twitch, but they also go live on Facebook. And then when I worked with that other gal, you know, she would always go also live on Instagram at the same time of doing the podcast. And so, and I, and I've talked to you about this, Aaron, before what I do is I put a podcast episode out. Like you said, you're like, wait, our episode's out. And I go, it is because I put that episode out, but then I put it on YouTube the following week. And then the next week is on the blog. And the reason why I do that is to keep the momentum going for three solid weeks and not just throw it all out on one plat, you know, on all the platforms on one day. And um, I just see more growth and it just spans it out longer that way. 
Um, See, guys, you're getting a free lesson and some value. That was some that that's something you would have to pay someone to hear just so you guys know, because it's true. It's worked. And if anybody wants to look, look at Susan's episode on here and how we did it. I asked her to teach me some stuff. She redid it. We went from, I don't know, what, 40 views to 1500 in a day. And we got a bunch of access, gained us some numbers just by the law of numbers and what we got for access. We got exactly what we needed on the above average section. And for the people that want to know really quickly, if you make a hundred phone calls, you'll get 10 appointments of those 10 appointments, three people will show up and then right. you'll sell one of those cars right. or whatever item it is. So that's how we got, we can, you know, Aaron, here's, here's the thing like that, that nonprofit that I work with, their YouTube views are low, relatively speaking, because they're, because everybody's live on YouTube and discord and Twitch. And so that's where they're, you know, exponentially growing is because of is because yes, they're going live on YouTube or whatever they're doing that, but they're also going live on these platforms where they've built a huge following. So like Facebook, they have, oh, what are they at now? Over 15,000 and they're very, very active. And then Discord, I'm not on their Discord and, and Twitch and stuff. And so it's, it's been a long time coming and, and they have a platform. Theirs are almost two hours long. Their episodes are almost two hours, two hours long. Um, and it's a round table usually of two to four people and, and they talk about all sorts of world events and what's happening and stuff and and um it, it's pretty incredible but yeah their youtube views aren't always that big but they do have engagement at the same time because you know they're going live and so i think that's really really important so that could be a next step for you guys is to start going live at the same time on another platform so that way mm -hmm. it just kind of expands it out. So then when you- You can get different on, angles and views too, which would be really well, interesting. Absolutely. You, you know and, that? I mean, at least in my opinion, I think that'd be kind of cool to see a behind the scenes thing as something that's going yeah. on at live at the same well, time. And you, know, and you know, Aaron, like if you go live, you can actually be chatting and talking to people at the same time. So if they have questions, it just increases your engagement and then they will share that. And then it just exponentially goes. We have like, some abilities. I've looked into StreamYard. I've looked into some other platforms. If anybody's interested or curious to what you, a, you know, the, the listeners that are here, if there's how to do it and different stuff, StreamYard is, is not a bad opportunity. I, I've Googled it. I played around with it. I did like the trial. I'm not sure if it's something that we would all like to do because there are some cuts and edits we have to make. So we have to be on our best behavior when we're live on things. We do sometimes say and go off the rails and have a little too wild of a time, depending on the guests. Um, but yeah, I mean, the live option, to, the engagement is always huge for people. And that's why these books, that's why we have them. It's to engage with people, to understand they see us. It builds credibility. Everything is credibility. It's putting, like you, you put your chess pieces on the business board here and now you're starting to move them around. Right. And it, it, it's a long game. It's a marathon. It's not something yeah. that, you know, you're going to make a whole bunch of cash or you're going to get success all in 30 days, 60 days or 90 days. This is a long marathon. If you are consistent and continually do things, you will see it. I, I've seen it myself. When I put out books every 30 to 60 days, my stats go out of the roof. I get checks from Amazon. When I stop doing that, I don't get checks from Amazon. <laughs> like it's just, it's just reality. I mean, there's just so much out there. People get like, they just go to the next person who's building and doing things on a regular basis. And so um, I have been fortunate enough and, and I put you guys on um, in one of my playlists. I made friends of the podcast, you know, um, you guys are on there. And so then I shared that with this other little group. And so I got that idea because um, this gal that I interviewed and was part of, she goes, Susan, I do this. I put 300 videos on there. 
I put a whole bunch of episodes on there and then she puts like, I think there's 10 other people on there. And so once a week we go on there and I set mine on auto. So I play it overnight. It's like, it's, it's 300 videos. I mean, I'm not staying up all night for that, but I do go back and I will make comments on them because it increases the watch hour. It increases, you know, obviously your comments and it just, it just makes it. So I did put you guys, I did put the wet down podcast on a playlist. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's all about building community and being with people. And, um, that's kind of how my hours have, have exponentially increased and stuff is for that reason, but it's all, all right, about everybody, you're getting a bunch of free, free fucking knowledge tonight, guys. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to start buttoning up how you can make money on this. Like it's good. It's good stuff. But at this point, if you get anybody who wants to do it, come to me, I'll get you to Susan. I'll say, I'm going to vet you first to make sure that you're not going to, I don't want to get beat up if I give you a number and she, you just can't handle her. So on either side, here's the thing. This is the funny thing about me. And people are going to be like, okay, we checked her out. She doesn't have that many, that many views. And here's the reason is because we've talked about this before. I'm one of those people that I do everything because I love doing it because it's my passion and stuff. But the minute I, I have to start doing it because I have to do it. I stop doing it. Yeah. That makes sense. We like, talked I've about that. I've been to therapy <laughs> for this. I've, I've talked to my <laughs> coach about this because I, I do things because I'm passionate about it and I love helping people and I love doing it. But the minute I have to do it because I have to do it, it's like a life or death thing. Then I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. Because it's no longer fun to me because it's like, it's like a job going to a job every day. You have to go to that job to pay your bills. I I hate that feeling. It's it's that imposter syndrome. Like, am I like, is this shit even worth it? I keep putting it out. I'm not getting this. Like, am I even cut for this? But then you realize like you're being down on yourself and it's all in your head. And then you get somebody that likes it and makes a comment. You're like, holy shit. Like I got their attention. Like now I'm going to go make that relationship. Like at least that's how I've been treating it. And it works for me because I get that every now and then we talked before about it. Some people, I met a guy who he started out in the entrepreneurial world and he said that he was too stupid to understand that he had imposter syndrome. He just thought he was stressed and overworked. But there was so many, like, he didn't know what that was, but because he kind of ignored it and just kind of kept pushing through it, he's very well for, he's very well off for himself. And, and I love the story that he said, cause I'm just like, man, you're only three years older than me and you have all of this, like you're doing all of this. Like I can do that. Like, it's not well, that hard. It's just hard work, but it's, you can be taught. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like I, I beat myself up and, and I talk to my kids about this all the time because I'm like, if I wouldn't have deleted my channel or if I wouldn't have deleted my Facebook or deleted my Instagram and then started again, then deleted and then started and da, 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 I can't go back to what was and how it was. You know what I mean? But had I not done that, I would be where everybody else is. And people would be like, oh my gosh, you have a hundred thousand followers. Like, how did you do that? Well, I, I was consistent, but instead I like to delete things when I'm bored of it and don't want to do it anymore. I delete it. And then I start and back then you home. rebuild it again because you can, <laughs> but then, you know, I look at it. Like I always keep these messages like from, from influencers or whatever. Like I keep one from, um, Niall Patel, you know who he is. I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember he commented on one of my YouTube videos and I, whatever I'm feeling like deleting my channel again, I always look at that comment and be like, sweet. It mattered. He commented. So, um, 
you know, it's just one of those things I keep whenever an influencer comments on something or says something, I keep, I screenshot it. And then I keep that message as a reminder to keep going and not to delete it because it, it's going to help someone down the road. Um, and I just have to keep reminding myself that. And I think that's important for everybody is just keep reminding yourself that don't delete anything because you can't take it back. Once you delete it, it's done. <laughs> but yeah. um, they keep pushing forward. And if, if these cute little eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 year olds are, have these channels out there, podcasts and YouTube channels, and they can handle it, so can you. Yeah, no, I think that what's really interesting is um, when it comes to your network, they really help you bring yourself out. Like when I, I've mentioned three weeks in a row that imposter syndrome is there. Like that shit kicks you in the ass, man. And now I'm finally coming out of it. I'm, I feel good about it because I know that there's so many good things that are coming. I started realizing that I was thinking in such a shitty way, but then it comes to, I, I had mentioned last week that I talked to Jonas right before, you know, we had actually our episode. I was like, Hey dude, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. Now what order should I attack it in? You know, I do the same thing with Susan, but then I tell Susan the same thing when she tells me like, we're, we're helping each other. Like I'm having, uh, like, I have a problem. She's like, you fucking got this. She's like, you, she's like, I look at your YouTube because I've been dumping you. I've been dumping stuff up there. Everybody, people will start to see it. There's going to be stuff coming out all the time now. Um, and she's like, I see all the stuff you have scheduled in there because she's been helping us. And it makes me want to go and do it now because I see you're doing it. You're telling me that you're going to go do it. Then you go do it. And you're like, fuck, I need to do it because I was doing it before you and I was good at it. I taught you how to do it. Now I need to get back at it. So it's nice to have that. Dookie and I had a conversation the other night. He picked my spirits back up. He reminded me about some shit that I knew that I was good at. So I appreciate that, man. Here's some tummy <laughs> I have sticks. 50 episodes. I have 50 episodes that I haven't put up. I just. Yeah. Like 50 yes guys. That's everybody. weeks of shit that she doesn't put up yet. Because I say yes to everybody and I'm helping so many people that I just, I don't make the time to do it, but I have 50 episodes. I have people like saying, is my episode up yet? And I'm like, no, it will be. You know, I have those 50 episodes. I, I have blog posts galore coming out of my wazoo. I mean, thousands that I just. Not the wazoo though. <laughs> out, out of your Chattahoochee. Yeah, my Chattahoochee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. Like it, it's, it's a real thing, but you also got to make time for yourself. And so, um, and that's what our book is going to lead into just so everybody knows it's the time for yourself moment that you need, that you need to take, whether it's the 15 minutes, an hour, 10 minutes, whatever you can squeeze in a day, everybody does it. And most people do it while they're fucking on a meeting on zoom and they hate their boss and they don't even realize what's going on. So that's what our book could be really good for, for anyone that has that opportunity while you're sitting at your desk and you, your boss thinks you're writing notes, but you're really doing what's in our book. Like, there you go. <laughs> All right. So before we wrap up here, Susan, where, for the people who didn't listen to our last episode with you, where can they find you? You can find me on all places at Susan R. Kiley or on my website, SusanRKiley.com. Um, you can also find me here on YouTube if you're watching it at Susan R. Kiley or at Success You. So, Susan yeah. R. K. L. K. I. L. E. Y. Correct. There we go. For people like me who are slow and don't know how to spell. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Susan, again for coming on. This is episode 38 yeah. in the books. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram or Facebook at the Wet Down Podcast. And we are looking forward to seeing you guys next week. All right. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was another fun time. So thank you. Thank you.
Talk about everything and nothing at the same time Catch us Tuesday afternoon when it goes live Always bringing something different each and every time You know that, you know that Talk about everything and nothing at the same time Catch us Tuesday afternoon when it goes live Always bringing something different each and every time You know that, you know that, you know that